Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Today is the 12th of June, the 163rd day of 2023, with 202 beautifully synchronous days ahead of us on our way to 2024. Our last week of spring 2023 continues to replenish our northeastern rainforest in a most pleasing way for some of us. Everywhere appears a verdant view. From my dining room window, I see the lupin, long and lanky among the boisterous buttercups. Bees and hummingbirds visit between the rain showers. The beauty bush begins to blossom at the patio's edge. Recently, we lost our friend of many years, Majo Kalashian, who had lived for decades in Happy Town on a parcel of land purchased from retired pitcher Sandy Koufax. A stanza from Emily Jane Bronte's Moonlight, Summer Moonlight, springs to mind. And there, in those wild bowers, a lovely form is laid. Green grass and dew-steeped flowers wave gently round her head. For those of us fortunate enough to have known Majo, her singular, expansive nature will resound in our memories of her. In that regard, the world at large is fortunate to have her work of many decades to enjoy now and into the future. Switching gears in this second week of June, we have a most industrious groundhog at our premises. At least once a day, I'm storming out onto the patio, grabbing a short length of one-by-three I've left on the real table, and bang the stick against a post at the garden gateway to declare my presence and temporarily scare away the critter, who has been, from time to time, sitting up on his hind legs to enhance his focus on Prima, our 15-pound Maine Coon, who is inside, on the opposite side of the glass, on her perch atop the bookcase, and focus focused equally intently on Woody. A 9-inch by 11-inch by 2-foot cage should be arriving next week from an animal expert and noted cage crafter who has also become my consultant, imparting wisdom from decades of dealing with the likes of Woody. Yet distraction is gladly accepted, so I lapse for a moment into remembering this month and its time of seasonal transition with a couple of stanzas from John Updike's June to grace my morning. The sun is rich and gladly pays in golden hours, silver days and long green weeks that never end. School's out. The time is ours to spend. Heavenward tonight and tomorrow evening, just after sunset, look west for our sky's brightest planet, Venus, keeping company with the Beehive Star Cluster, the twin stars of Pollux and Castor in the constellation Gemini will be nearby. And tomorrow morning and the morning after, watch just before dawn for our waning crescent moon hanging low in the east near the planet Jupiter. Today in 1381, the poll tax triggered the Peasants' Revolt in Blackheath, England. Today in 1458, Magdalen College in Oxford was founded by William Wainfleet, Bishop of Winchester. Today in 1651, Lorenzo Bernini's newly completed Fountain of the Four Rivers was unveiled in Rome. 
Today in 1665, New Amsterdam legally became an English colony and was renamed New York, replete with a new municipal government known as New York City. Today in 1787, delegates to the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia agreed to a requirement that a senator must be at least 30 years old. Today in 1942, Anne Frank received a diary as a birthday present. Today in 1963, American civil rights activist Medgar Evers was assassinated in Jackson, Mississippi by white supremacist Byron de la Beckwith. Today in 1970, rocker and blues singer Janis Joplin debuted in Kentucky. And today in 1932, in Sylacauga, Alabama, Jim Neighbors was born to a small-town southern policeman. And not so many years later, Jim would achieve fame playing the goofball Gomer Pyle on The Andy Griffith Show, a television program about a small-town southern policeman. Jim Neighbors in reality was, however, also a well-educated college graduate with a degree in business administration from the University of Alabama, who had been a clerk for the United Nations in New York and then a film cutter for NBC in Los Angeles, a proximity that prompted his ambitions to become an entertainer. Soon he had put together an act that combined his operatic voice and rural southern humor for comic Bill Dana, who helped Jim Neighbors land an appearance on Steve Allen's Tonight Show, where he caught Andy Griffith's attention and subsequently was invited to audition for a one-time role as a gullible gas station attendant. Jim's performance was so well-liked that he became a regular, with his character eventually spinning off to create the popular Gomer Pyle USMC series. Jim Neighbors became a successful recording artist as well, recognized for his renditions of gospel tunes, pop standards, and opera favorites, with his version of Amazing Grace becoming quite the crowd-pleaser. Today is also the birthday in 1519 of one of the great art patrons of Florence, the Grand Duke of Tuscany, Cosimo I de' Medici. In 1659 of Japanese samurai Yamamoto Tsunetomo. In 1771, of Sergeant of the Lewis and Clark Expedition, Patrick Gass. In 1915, of American CEO of Chase Manhattan Bank, philanthropist and Mount Desert Island resident, David Rockefeller. In 1924, of former U.S. President and sometime Maine resident, George H.W. Bush. In 1928, of American singer, Vic Damone. In 1929, of Dutch diarist, and Frank. In 1941, of American jazz pianist Chick Corea. In 1941, of British rock vocalist Wild Thing Reg Presley. In 1952, of English rock bassist Pete Farnden and American rock piano player Tim Gorman. And in 1964, of New Zealand beauty queen Lorraine Downs. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Here's to the 13th and final official week of spring, to the 24th week of 2023, and to Flag Day on Wednesday.